coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the Paper Stack Podcast, where we cover current topics in the note industry, give you tactics for your note business, and talk with industry leaders to make you a better note investor. And now, your hosts, Brett Berkey and Rick Welcome Allen. Welcome back to the Paper Stack Podcast. My name is Rick Allen. This is my esteemed colleague, co-host, friend, Brett Berkey. Yep. How's it going, man? Good. First, uh, you guys won't know this, but this is our first podcast of the year because we finished last year way ahead and just started doing podcast after podcast after podcast and we're able to schedule them out. So we're, yeah. well, let's say we're... I might have been wearing the same shirt, I don't know. I had the same haircut. <laughs> no, I'm saying for the podcast that we did in a row. Mm. I might have, oh, yeah, I he might did. Have. I think I actually brought a change of clothing so I could uh, make, make it, it remotely look like it uh, wasn't there. But uh, it is the... Yeah, that's... How you get a bunch out? That's, that. well, that doesn't always happen. Normally, it's where, like, we were recording them at most, like, two, maybe three in advance. But this... We got we got pretty far ahead. It was December. I just knew it was gonna be like one of those things where we drop off or. Something. Man, it was so like, it's crazy. Like when you you know when you're running something and it's like you've got customers and it's kind of revolves around the financial thing. It's like, well, Christmas was on what? What was it? A Monday. A Monday. A Monday. So, I feel like we we didn't lose like the full week, but we lost a lot. We lost some time because you know nobody was doing anything on the day after, which was Tuesday. Mm-mm. And then, you know, kind of maybe, um, you know, the 27th people started to work. And then you got some people the Thursday or Friday. But then it was like you ran right into New Year's. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was just super. So next year, this year, the 24th, or 2024, Christmas and Christmas Day and New Year's Day. On a Tuesday? Wednesday. <laughs> on a Wednesday. <laughs> on a Wednesday. So you can, just, you can just basically figure on nobody's. I think we're actually, I'm scheduled... Uh, a ski trip oh, to uh, to go out to Colorado nice. to go skiing just because I was like, okay, well, if Christmas Day is on a Wednesday, that means Tuesday is Christmas Eve. Yeah. And Monday is just, so it's Monday, and nobody likes to work on Mondays, but people might work, but it's the holidays, so I feel like Monday is going to be like, a, yeah, a, like an eight to noon day, New Year's or Christmas Eve isn't even going to happen. Christmas Day, obviously, no. The day after Christmas is kind of like, eh, and now you're at Friday. Well, nobody's going to do a one-day Friday, so you're just going to lose two full weeks of productivity. Yeah. Because then you're rolling right into the following Monday. You probably will get some people working, but then Tuesday is New Year's Eve. Wednesday is New Year's Day. And, like, I, I just think there's a couple... There's a couple days every year that we should just make them holidays. The day after New Year, like the January 2nd, should be a holiday. I could see that. July 5th, definitely a holiday. I can see that. If July 4th falls on like a Monday, July 5th should be a holiday. But you know Mike will be working. Mike, our business partner, will be working. He would be. He would be working. But if we made it a bank holiday... He'd still be working. He'd <laughs> still be working. He's, so. He likes it. Anyways, that's, I mean. All right, so what, what, are, we, what are we talking about today? What's the, what's the topic? So I think we're going to we're gonna talk about something that happened on the platform. Okay. You kind of asked me questions about it, and it, it, it revolves around payment history. Right. Right? So many times we look, at, we look at payment history, and we're like looking for 
Gaps. Pa patterns, right? Even we're looking patterns. for gaps, patterns. We're looking for good gaps. We're looking for bad gaps. Yeah. Have well, they been late? What day do they pay? Right. Yeah. Or, oh, are they consistently making payments, which we think is great. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Like, it uh, is good. Good payments are good. good. Like, hey, if they consistently make payments. But what if, what if we, we have one where they're making payments, it's current. Right. But they're also making giant lump sum chunk payments. That would catch your eye. I, like, I, um, you, you would think, like, oh, that's, hey, I mean, they're, they're putting in extra money. That's good. But there's it's so many variables when you look at that. Like, if you're looking at it on a $100,000, $200,000 loan, if they're making $1,000 payments over or $5,000, yeah. you're okay. Yeah, that's, just, that's, that's just nice to get. It's different <clears throat> so, when it's a lower balance, right? Yeah, and we're gonna yeah we're gonna talk about this one, and it just closed, and um, everything is gonna it's gonna work out. Just kind of the details on it are the origination balance. So when this this loan was originated, which was in May of last year of 2023, March. Uh, March. I thought it was May. Oh, March. You're right. March of last year. Um, March 15th. Ides of March. Oh, 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 an educated man I am. You know what that's from? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Harry Potter's or something. I don't know. That's <laughs> way off. Caesar. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, anyways, um, the original balance on it was $14,997. 12.9% interest payment. Or 12.9% interest. Rate. It was, looks like it was a uh, five-year loan. Is that right? No, eight-year loan. Not a lot of loan. Not a lot. It was... Yeah, that's right, 31. Yeah, so eight years. Um, the principal and interest payment, $245. That'd be nice to collect over eight years. I mean, you know? Not a problem. 12.9% interest. Just do... Throw I mean, that into an amortization count. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's enough. Like 20s, you're in the 20s right there. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. So that's, you know, you're looking at this as great. Origination, almost 15 grand. So that was in March of, of last year. This goes onto the platform, and it looks like it went under contract in beginning of January of this year. Right. And if you go look at the payment history, which we, ha we have up right here, this borrower was making their payments of like $299. They would make a little bit extra, $299, and then they'd drop in a lump sum of 1000 bucks, And so... They'd make a payment of two ninety nine, three hundred, three hundred bucks, pay off obviously their principal and their interest in any escrow. But then they follow it up, like sort of like right in the middle. Yeah, that's weird. Why? Why would they do that? I, the way I was viewing this, just is making that a payment every other, they're pay, basically making a payment every other week, and then the bulk payment they're making is for a, this one was a thousand dollars, and they would do it where they would make a two ninety nine payment, two ninety nine payment, then a five hundred dollar payment, and this is the one that gets you right. This is the one that's like, yeah. So original balance in March fourteen thousand four ninety nine. It's on the platform. The balance is eleven thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. And that's in December. January, they make a lump sum payment in January of $5,000. Drops the balance from $11,150 to $6,150.
Yeah, so looking at that, what it, what it tells me, first off, there's one thing I was like, that's interesting. So you, you, their payment is at 250 right? So even from the onset, this person's thinking, I want to pay this off fast because they're trying to pay $300. So they're like, I'm going to pay over just on the regular payment. But what that shows, what I was looking so when I was reading it, it was like, okay, they're already paying over because they don't want Well, the, no, they, they weren't. They, they had escrow and impounds. So their taxes were escrowed. So their, oh, their total payment was two ninety nine. See, I was even reading it wrong there. No, that, that's fine. It's I mean, but if you look at it, like when they were making the the payments, they would make two ninety nine, and you know, if they made a two ninety nine ninety five, one thirty five of it was going towards interest, and a hundred nine of it went towards principal. But that's on this one, which was made eight thirty one. Then they followed it up with a payment on nine nineteen for a thousand bucks. Then they made a payment on. 1011 for 300 or the 299. Then they made one on two on 1031 for the 299. So they were making their, you know, they were making these payments. They were making them in advance. Making them in advance. It looks like they're paying on each paycheck. Somehow this person gets paid every two weeks <coughs> or something like that. Like a lot. Not somehow. It's like that's. Well, that's I'm just not, saying this. What it looks not like. like out of the out of the norm. Getting one paycheck a month is out of the norm. Is out of the norm. Like getting paid every other week is kind of like nah. That's hey. That's that's like kind of standard, but the interesting thing is, is they they're making these lump sum payments, mm-hmm. and so when you're looking, kind of tying this all together, when you're looking at payment history, you kind of have to take everything into account. This is without a doubt fantastic payment history, right? Like, I mean, it's fantastic. As payment far history. as like yeah. paying on time, you're like, wow, these people they are pay in. ahead of time, and they pay they more. They're paying extra. You're not worried about having to foreclose on them. No. However. You go and you put this thing under contract. Five days after, five days after they made a lump sum payment of five grand, you have to be concerned at that point because this person paid damn near par. I yeah. mean, they were within two hundred and fifty dollars a par is what they what they paid for it. And so you got to look at that when you figure in paper stack fees and everything else. You're, they're they're over par. And then here's the kind of the kicker. They made a lump sum payment of five grand. On the seventeenth, they made another lump sum payment of a thousand dollars. Yeah. So this person clearly is—they're—they're they're paying this thing off now. Now, fortunately, you have a seller that did the right thing, gave the thousand dollars over to the buyer, and and everything is—you know—it's going to work out. They're not going to be—they're not going to be out. They're not going to be up. They're just—you know—hitting the twelve point nine percent is. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting one that's, this isn't the norm. So, like, but this is something else that you probably want to look out for. I mean, no. like, it's just, it's, it's not, this isn't, like, this is, uh, they I, collect, I, they, if they can manage to collect two payments and, you know, they collect $600 and they put in $6,400 or $6,200 and they get all their principal plus, you know, they get $400 extra dollars, it's probably going to be done by the time the summer gets here. Eh. You, you did you did it, but just remember, look at the payment history, look at the balance. If you see big payments and it's there's a small balance, you got to take that into account. Saying there's a chance, probably a good chance, that this thing's going to pay off very early, and we're never going to let this thing go to. It's never going to make it to where I'm going to get all that interest. Where now, where this could be other things to look at when you're looking at this, right? You'd be first thing I would look at if I saw that. Big old payment, I'd see, is there any servicing notes? Cause they, a lot of times they might have to call in or something like that. Maybe there's a reasoning why. Maybe they got a Christmas bonus. Maybe they will pay oh. two fifty two ninety nine for the next Yeah, year. There, I see a pattern 
on this one, right? There's a, oh, pat there's a yeah, pattern. There's a pattern. pattern here of them getting out of this. But also, if it was non, you know, if it was non-performing, there may have been a, like a big lump sum. Yeah, where it's like, hey, yeah, they got to bring a chunk of money there. So yeah, always want to do it and look at it. But that's one where you want to look at the payment history because really a great payment history here, as far as them paying on time and you not being worried about losing anything. Oh, you know. But at the same time, yeah, pop it into an amortization schedule for a year. And not only that, I mean, you got to look at the states. You know, the state is one of those northeastern states, which can be a little pricey sometimes. Yeah, that one doesn't look too... Eh, that's a pretty... Is that right? What? It's for the total on the recording fee? This is for the deed of trust. Oh, okay. That's for, that's, that's for the deed of trust. I was about to say that. Yeah, that's, that would be good. But yeah, no, I mean, so that's, there's just so many different things that you have to think about. I mean, especially when it's that small. But on a, on a really big one, that'd be kind of cool, right? Sure, yeah. It's good if you got, you know... At least you know how motivated the, the buyer is. Yeah, the you know, they're, they're good to stay in there. So, Anyways, that was it. It was uh, kind of an interesting scenario that popped up on the, the, the payment history, and maybe we can, I don't know if we can link to that and kind of sanitize this. Uh, I don't think so. That's, that's their own transaction. What is there, what's the takeaways from Rick Allen? His expertise on it. What, what's your, the takeaways? Like, how'd you run across that? It would have been real tough because at first you're like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. It's a good deal. And then you're like, well, let me look at the payment history. And then you're looking at the payment history and you're like, oh my gosh, they're paying early. They're paying on time. And then you're going to see, oh man, they're paying these bulk sums. There's these lump sums. So to the somebody who's trained and looked at it, you might say like, okay, this one's, I mean, you could kind of, you don't need to see any servicing notes on that one. You can kind of read the tea leaves and be like, yeah, this one's going to pay off pretty quick. Would you have moved forward with it? No, I would not have. No? Not me. Not me. What if you could have got a hell of a discount? Yes. If I could have got that for like three grand or four grand, yeah, I would have done it because I would have known. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put in three or four grand. Maybe I'm into it for five grand, and my five grand is going to turn into 6,500, and it's going to happen in like three months. Right, which would be a really weird negotiating because the seller would probably be the same thing. Like, well, I can see that it's going to pay off. As a seller, you're like, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, just but keep you never know. You never know the reason, and that seller, who knows? Um, but it's one of the things where good for the seller. They got what they're looking for. Good for the the buyer on this one. They're, you know, I guess they're going to have a deal that's going to pay off quickly. It's just wondering how much they're actually going to make on it. So. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have bought it, but that's just me. It's different strokes for different folks because I would have been like, eh, I'd like to get my money in something that's going to sit a little bit and work. Yeah, I'll, I'll also say one silver lining, if that was a first note and you got that lesson off your first investment. Hey, that's a really good one to get Yeah, because <laughs> there are way more painful lessons to learn than that yeah. one. Yeah, that was actually, because <laughs> there's been times when people did not check payment history at all and, and it's, it's gone a little bit different. And that actually turned out to be decent. You know, it's not the best outcome, but it will work. You know, like it'll. Mm -hmm. The worst worst thing you get is your money back and more. You know, so like yeah, you make it, a little money. You guess, it's just a good lesson. So. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it for this episode of the Paper Stack Podcast. Of course, like always, if you have your own episode idea, let us know. We're always looking for cool things, different strategies, different things we find to kind of help you out. Things that are out of the ordinary, like something like that. We want to make sure that you know. That yes, we're working on one. We're we Brett and I are living and breathing one right now. 
Oh, that one's gonna be a fun one. It's it's gonna be. We're we're waiting for the conclusion to see how it it turns out. But it is. It's a good one. It's, when listening to Rick talk on the phone, and I have to sit there behind him, like, oh my god, I can't believe he just said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got. He can say anything. I can't. I, I couldn't say it. it. It's. He says it with such a smile that they just don't even know. <laughs> Which is funny because you tell me I got a resting asshole face all the time. So. Well, they, they, they can't see you through the phone, but I. Can. <laughs> but I just yeah. know when you say those things, you're like. Okay. Okay. You this know is what's where interesting is when you get to sit there and there's, there's a few people. Um, there's a few people who are just like they have like the best. I'll call them like war stories or whatever. The people who talk like. Like the people are in the trenches and stuff like that, you know. Chris Seventies, gosh, he's got some great ones. Matter of fact, we were meeting with um, one of our investors, and um, he brought up that podcast we did about the oh yeah about the note. He's like, it was so timely because I was in the middle of something, and I went and I found it, and I used that as leverage to get this guy to start paying again. That was a neat one. If you haven't watched that one, it's about judgments. Oh, that one's so good. good. Such a good one. You have to go to that one. Chris drops just knowledge bombs on there. I was, I, it's what, that's one of the ones where I'm just sitting there just learning and loving it. But it, we're, that same investor we were talking to, and we were telling him what was going on with his deal. Oh, he gave us a golden oh, nugget. Oh, gosh, he just gave us a golden nugget. And it's, um, I mean, it could, it could, just, it could just be huge. But Returns anyways, could be in the thousands of percent, though. Oh, yeah, it'd be like a 10,000% return. But anyways, it's just interesting that whenever you go out, it's always it's always a good idea just to, like, I'll do it. Like, I'll just bounce a few deals off of people that I know, and that's the, he's one guy that I'll just bounce deals off all the time. And it, I won't say his name because he's like, no, no. We asked him, would you come on the podcast? He's like, absolutely not. I want to be nowhere near the spotlight. I just want to do my thing, and let, nobody knows that I'm even around. He goes, I don't. I was like, all right, I can respect that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, super interesting. So, tap into your uh, community, your resources, your just the people you're around, and uh, yeah, because they're looking at different eyes. We, we that wasn't an angle we even considered. But once no. he said it, and we thought about it, we're like, that's brilliant. That was. I mean, that was that was. That made my day. So if you if you hear this, you made our made our whole week. We were talking about it. We Still did. About it. We did. Yeah. And, yeah you know, know that was a good time. So, anyways, that's it for this edition of the Paper Stack Podcast. Um, we'll see you on the next the next video. We're gonna go do a wardrobe change and record another one. See ya. Are you new to the mortgage note industry? Have you been wanting to learn the step by step process to purchase your first mortgage note? Well, you're in luck. We've convinced our CEO, Rick Allen, to break down everything he knows about mortgage note investing. Through a series of 50 videos, you'll get everything from start to finish of where to purchase notes, how to purchase notes, and all of Rick's investing techniques he has developed over the many years. From performing note tactics to non-performing notes, Rick gives you everything he knows about investing. Bonuses include our glossary of industry terms, Rick's own proprietary calculators he created to evaluate notes, discounts from our partners, our Rolodex of vendors, a private Facebook group, along with a lot more. We've packed so much content into the Academy to take you from beginner to expert in no time. To learn more about the Academy, go to academy.paperstack.com slash welcome. Again, that is academy.paperstack.com slash welcome.